0: Dude, I'm snagged.
1: Welcome back, Snag. How's it going?
0: Hi, hi, hi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Snag. It has been about a month.
0: Has it been like, well, it's been like two weeks, right?
1: I have no clue man. It it feels it's, like forever and I think people yeah, probably thought we fell off the face of the earth.
0: Yeah, I had one I had uh my buddy Richie he was asking when we were going to do another one. You were know, Richie. Yeah.
1: He yeah, was asking yeah.
0: man. He... So, I'm well, glad I'm glad we're back, dude. I'm glad uh I finally got settled in out here. I know you're still busy as hell but
1: Yeah, it I mean it's uh it's coming, you know, closer to the end. Um, but, yep. and then I'll be moving, uh, back to North Carolina, but I mean, I've still got a couple more months, about two and a half months. So, mm-hmm. um, but enough about that. So let's just go ahead and hop right into what this episode is going to be about. Let's so Josh, it. Josh, you've been out of the country for altogether about a month, right? Right. Um and since you've been there you've been busy with the quarantining and all this other stuff but uh but you were able to find a little gym it sounds like. Uh-huh. So
0: what was uh what's the deal there? Tell us what's going on. Well, uh so like you said man, I've uh, been pretty busy, work busy, quarantine but I have had enough time off to get out there and do a little bit of exploring as far as fishing goes man and uh i was able to find the edge Rods shop here in uh korea man uh I, I found out i found out about a year ago i think i think it was about a year ago whenever uh they opened the shop you know even well before i knew i was coming out here and okay uh, yeah
1: so and you i did some research right
0: right right yeah. I did some more research when I found out I was coming here to find out exactly where it was, but it turns out I was only about 35 minutes away from it. Which now, is, is about...
1: that, is that, uh, like 35 minute walk or is that like, um, a 35 minute, like train ride out there?
0: It's a drive. Oh, okay. 35, okay. Yeah. 35 minute drive. It's only like two miles. But two miles
1: equates (laughs) to 35 minutes of course yeah
0: it's crazy dude
1: (laughs) yeah i i remember the traffic not being uh so friendly there so
0: yeah so you know two miles 35 minutes but yeah Mm -hmm. dude uh so what happened was you know i i finally got settled in this apartment or whatever and uh, i was like all right well i got time i can finally go look for a rod you know what i mean because i'm gonna fish if if there's bass i'm gonna fish man yeah so I contacted uh the, the I contacted the them on Facebook right and uh just asking you know if I could get like a, a pinpoint of where their store was located, and uh what their hours were, so uh they contacted me back. Uh, the guy's name was John Lee. He contacted me back, and uh I think he was the only one who can uh, speak uh, good enough English up there. Yeah, to kind of talk to me. So, uh, I asked him. You know, he he sent me to pinpoint. He's real cool about it. And then uh, I asked him, was like, "Hey, are you open on the weekends?" Because this is the only time I'm gonna get. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, "Well, we can make an appointment." Oh, nice. Yeah. So I scheduled the appointment for uh, last Saturday, and uh, you know, I drove my way up there, and of course, I was 20 minutes in the opposite direction from where the store was.
1: That's not good. But
0: yes. but I pulled over, you know, parked on the side of the road. He even came, got me, and everything. Man, he came, got me. I followed him to the store. And it was wild, man, because the store is in this big old building. I mean, you you, you remember every building out here is you know twenty stories yeah. tall.
1: Yep, they so, build uh, up, took, not out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we we got there. You know, we just parked because you can park wherever you want here. So that's pretty cool mm-hmm. too. And uh, we took you know the elevator up to like the thirteenth floor. And we went through these, like, back hallways, man. Like, it was crazy. And then we got to the door, and there it was, man, edge rods.
1: That's I so and, freaking cool. I, yeah. I can picture it, like, in my head. Just because, like, it. if you've ever seen a movie where you get off of an elevator, and, like, you're looking around, and there's these really long hallways, and at the end, there's a light at the end of the tunnel or the hallway. Right, right. <laughs> and you know, there they are. The edge rods. So, yeah, Before you, before you uh, continue. So, who makes edge rods? And you know, how did you find out about edge rods? Uh, so,
0: back, mm-hmm. I don't. Back in the day, you know, Gary Loomis, uh, who's in, who created G Loomis rods, right? Really, mm-hmm. really good rods. Uh, so as far as I'm tracking, uh, Gary came down with cancer uh, years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, in that process, uh, he, he pretty much sold Gary Loomis, or G Loomis Rods to Shimano. Okay. Because I'm, I'm guessing he didn't think he was going to make it through it, right? Yeah. Well, turns out, he beat the cancer. I, I believe it was cancer, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. It's, I'm kind of hazy on that one. But he beat it, and he decided to remake his rod company, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, he he owns North Fork Composites, and he built edge rods to, you know, basically custom rods built from his blanks out of North Fork Composite. And uh, my dad was the one who told me about it, man. He told me, he's like, hey, I got to tell you about these rods, and they're probably some of the best rods on the market, you know what I mean? Because of their sensitivity and how lightweight they are. Yeah. And uh, so I, I looked into it, you know, and I decided, you know, I finally ha- – I decided I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to drop a good penny on a couple rods from them, right? Mm-hmm. So I did. I dropped a, dropped a pretty penny on them. I got about four five rods, I think. And from that point on, man, dude, I loved them. Like so, great rods.
1: So, I mean, kind of the, uh, the bottom line there is you found – The same quality as the G Loomis rods, um, right? For I would say you know maybe two thirds the price. Yep. um, And you're still getting a excellent product. So I oh yeah, I mean I was I I had never heard of Edge rods until I met you, and then you had I think four or five of them, um, and. I mean, you were just snatching the lips off fish, so it I, helped, uh, I mean, I knew because you could feel sensitivity wise, you could feel stuff that I was completely missing, um, when before feel- I started to actually, you know, right. spend some real money.
0: You can feel a f- fish fart on it, dude. It's crazy. And, and, and that is a, uh,
1: that's, I mean, that's a feeling all in, in itself, so mm-hmm.
0: And uh, it's cool, Um, too, because, like, Gary Loomis went to, uh, from the the story I heard, is he uh, went through Los Alamos Labs, man, in New Mexico, and I guess basically learned a new way to do the composites mm -hmm. from Los Alamos Labs. And, I mean, if you know Los Alamos Labs and all the UFOs and whatnot.
1: Now, so, I'm going to get you back to your story. I'm sorry I got you kind of... uh pulled no, off good, to the side but i wanted i wanted everybody to kind of get uh kind of a baseline knowledge for the background work and and kind of how you came to find out about them and i think that is a uh an important part of the story so yeah. all right continue on i'm sorry
0: yeah man so basically uh, we got up to the store man i walked in it was a small little store it was a small store and you know Uh, there's only two stores in the world. There's one here in Korea. As far as I'm tracking, there's only two stores, one in Korea and then one in Washington, which is like the HQ for North Fork and uh, Edge Rods, right? Yeah. And uh, so we walked up. It was a little store, and they had, you know, one wall. And I have the picture. I even posted a picture uh, on Snag as well. I put it on my Facebook and my Instagram. But uh, that wall right there was all the rods they had, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then they also make custom rods in shop, I believe, using North Fork Oh,
1: wow. And they're That's all really lined cool. up.
0: And uh, I was, you know, just looking at them. We were just talking about rods, man, and talking about fishing. And I finally, uh, I picked out one, uh, one that I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think it's a newer, a newer uh, rod. It's called the EFX. And it's uh, part of the First Strike series. But it's got a. It's not a full tang handle. It's a uh, split, split handle, split grip. Yeah, split grip. Yeah, seven foot three, medium heavy, uh, fast action. Nice. So, so I ended up picking that a, up,
1: man. You got a a great all around fishing rod. That's yep. a that's a great all around fishing rod. Now, so that is a. Uh, that's an awesome little setup that you were able to find there. What kind of reel did you end up pairing with it? It was one that just, you previously owned?
0: Yeah, I just, I brought two reels with me up here. I brought my Fluger spinning reel, and then I, I brought my uh, Corrado DC. Okay. So okay. I got my Corrado DC on this one. And I'm nice. basically going to make it back and get me a spinning spinning rod, man. And, uh, so that will be pretty cool. And I'll have two rods to go. But, uh so my
1: my big question for you is were you able to ask him for any specifics on fishing locations
0: i i did and that's that's the next big thing dude is that we're going to get into is how much different things are out here compared to what we're used to in the states okay and as far as baits techniques uh bodies of water and stuff like that man and this kind of goes into the story as well, you know, because when I was up there, you know, once I got the rod, we probably sat up there for about an hour, right?
1: Talking
0: yeah. BS and about fishing. And I asked, so I was like, So, you know, I was like, So where are some places to fish? You know what I mean? Like, where can I go fishing? Well, Korea, you don't need a license to fish, right? Okay. And bass in Korea are an invasive species. So, yeah, I think uh, a couple years ago like you were supposed to leave them on the bank. Hmm. If you didn't Just leave to them on the them bank. Die off. Right. You could get fined if you didn't. If you got caught by, you know, I guess their version of fish or g- fishing game or the cops or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, you could get fined. I don't think it's like that anymore. And I don't think many people actually eat the bass here either. I don't think... uh they might now. I don't know. I know, you know, they're more into, like, the catfish and there's, like, river snook and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But I don't think uh, a lot of people eat the bass around here. You know what I mean? It's invasive species. It's like how we look at uh, snakehead in the United States. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that and, uh, and the black. Well, I wasn't going to say uh, – I, I was going to say the goo.
0: Oh, the Gasper goo? yeah. Old, but that's really a Texas drum. thing, yeah, 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 dude, nasty. <laughs> but yeah, so like you know, he uh, we were kind of, I was kind of asking him, so and they were cool enough, man. They they hooked me up with some fishing points, right? Okay, uh, a couple places on I and I don't know the name of the all of the bodies of water right now, man. Like I was on a river today, right? I okay. went out to a river today and fished a little bit, and one of the points they gave me was on the river. But I could not figure out how to get to that point. It's over by a dam or something. Okay. This river feeds into the ocean. So I don't even know if it's freshwater or brackish water, right? And then Hmm. you also have a lot of ponds. And there's a lot of, you know, ponds with like vegetation, lily pads. Uh, There's ponds with reeds and trees sticking out of it. But all the ponds I went to were gated off, like roped off. So you couldn't actually fish in the pond. It was like at a park, kind of. Okay. So I'm still kind of looking around, but I did find a lake today that I'm planning on going to tomorrow. A oh, big old sweet. reservoir. Yeah, reservoir just about 22 minutes east of me, which I believe is a mile and a half away. Okay. And uh so so
1: you better cough up some photos of this water once you get there because Oh yeah, dude. I'm uh, I'm really interested in seeing what it looks like.
0: Yeah, so. for sure. I'm going to also post the pictures I got today of everything, you know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, put them on oh, yeah. the snag and show all the, show everyone that stuff. This is really neat, man. It's really cool. It's different. Um, but it's going to be something to get used to, you know what I mean? I haven't, you know, for my day today was my first day actually getting out there fishing and fishing. I didn't get a bite, but I'm hoping eventually I'll get it figured out. I'm sure you will,
1: man. I mean, it's only a matter of time and you've got – you've got plenty of that for the next couple months you know so yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And I say plenty of that you'll have plenty of that on your weekends um, right when you're not busy with work so yeah I mean at, at the end of the day I think you know you've got a really solid um, kind of base for where you can go and uh, probably get some some more good little tidbits. Cause you know how yep. it is in the U.S., man. I mean, if you go to a fishing uh, shop, a bait and tackle shop, some of those places are pretty, uh, pretty secretive about the, the good places to right. go fish. So, right. I mean, be one out. of those things that you gotta, you gotta be a uh, return customer and uh, right. and make sure that they realize that you're that you're serious about it. And I think yep. the first big step is like you went to the shop and you like. You were there. You made an appointment and everything. That's freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, dude. And, uh, so, and it's just finding finding that first body of water. You know what I mean. Once you find that first body of water, and you figure that out. Then you can kind of you know figure out like okay, this body of water is going to be about the same. It might be a little different. You know what I mean. Yeah. And figure out. Yeah, there you can is start fishing. looking
1: at the vegetation too, and yeah. kind of seeing how uh, how that plays a part in in fishing too. So. So you said you went fishing today. So you went to the river. What what kind of bait were you using? And then where did you get the bait? Did you buy bait uh, at the shop?
0: So when I when I went to get the rod with uh with John, man, uh, we were in, after we got done talking, you know, and pulling up some points on areas of fish. Uh, I happened to notice something on the table, man, and I asked him. You know, I happened to notice that he had a couple. Uh, uh, G G crack right. G cracks a Japanese band of worms. You know what G crack is. Yeah, you yeah couple, I do. Right. We well, yep. had a couple of them on the table where they were. You know, I guess he sniffed them off or whatever after he got done fishing. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, "Is that G? Is that G crack?" He goes, "Oh yeah." And he took me in the in the like the back office area, right? And they had a wall of baits, man. A wall of baits, and like half That's the it. wall was G crack, and then half the wall was like Zoom. That's freaking cool. And he goes, Yeah, take what you want. What? Yeah, dude, he told me to take what I want. I was like, No way, dude. I can't do that. He's like, Yeah, go ahead. He goes, I get it. I have a buddy who works for G Crack. Wow. So like, all right. But dude, I think I took three packs, man. I I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you of you know you know that Philly like he's like course. I don't want to like over over warm my welcome, you know? Yeah. But dude, I mean great guy, and- man.
1: And you left a, I guarantee you left a, a good impression on the guy. And yeah, I, dude, you might have yourself a new fishing buddy. If you, uh, well, if you, if you lean on him hard enough.
0: Well, actually, uh, so he's gonna, he's gonna hit me up when he goes fishing for the spawn that's coming up.
1: Oh, good. that will be awesome. Yeah.
0: And then he also asked me, cause they have a pro team here, an edge pro team. Oh, really? And he was asking me if I wanted to go fish some of their tournaments with them like someone cuz korea korea has two fishing pro fishing leagues right and i think there's like four or five guys i could be mistaken part of the edge rod team here in korea that is and he asked awesome. me if i wanted to go fish on the pro team with them that's sick man yeah dude so i was like hey if i get the time man i I'd, I'd be happy to do it you know what i mean but that is really yeah, cool He ended up, uh, let me grab a couple G-crack baits, but uh, the one bait, man. So one of the other, the other dude that was in the shop with him, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Kind of a language barrier there, but we were able to kind of communicate it out, right? And I was like, so what bait do you suggest? And he gave me the whole, you know, finger to lips, be quiet. You know what I mean? Keep it, keep it quiet type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what he gives me a pack of?
1: um i'm gonna say green pumpkin trick worms green
0: pumpkin zoom speed
1: crawls oh my gosh so you give me i, a pack I of got zooms. the color
0: I got <laughs> you the did, color. Man. green pumpkin zoom speed crawl, dude he hand me a pack of them Was like this is the juice
1: so so did he have a what i know you said there was a bunch of g-crack stuff on the wall but was there any brands that we, you know, have here in the states? I obviously you just said Zoom, right? Or yeah, was Zoom. that like a one-off thing? Okay. No. Nah, so nah, Zo- Zoom. So there was Zoom's Zoom and, and G Crack.
0: Yeah, that's what he had on his wall. But then he took me to the actual tackle store.
1: Oh, sweet. Okay, so yeah. this was just in his place. And how far yeah. was the uh, was the tackle store?
0: Tackle store was probably about thirty minutes away, which I'm gonna guess was about two miles. Yeah. You yeah. like how I keep doing that? Yeah. I, I see how you're tying it in with the time because uh, it's the just ridiculous. doesn't line yeah, up. Man. Yeah.
1: But yeah, That's so it was,
0: it was about that far. We ended up going to tackle shop. And, dude, I looked everywhere for a tackle shop, right? I kept on Google, You know, I'm typing in fishing store, tackle shop, bass fishing, you know what I mean? Anything I could think of, right? Yeah. And guess what the name of this tackle store is?
1: Um, Berry Jam. Oh berry jam, okay. Berry jam. Well, I uh, I was not expecting that.
0: Dude, three story tackle store, man.
1: That's awesome. Actually it's
0: actually it's four stories. What, but so one so story-
1: what did you what did you get me is really the first question I have.
0: I haven't got you anything yet. I have to go back. Okay, so I mean, I'm, I don't want to like. I'm gonna like, go ahead and like... let you know our friendship is really on the rocks at this point, <laughs> dude. I, I thought about you though, man. <laughs> I thought about you though. Trust me, I was overwhelmed myself,
1: dude. That is freaking awesome. So, did they have like freshwater, um, saltwater, and then like live bait and everything that we're kind of used to here?
0: Yeah, but it was that is though.
1: cool. That is really cool. Well, next time you go, if you don't already have that, please put some photos on the uh, yeah. on the Facebook for that because that sounds freaking awesome.
0: For sure, uh, some of the some of the big things here, right? That I noticed. Uh, we'll start with like the reels first, right? As far as in rods, right? Shimano is huge here.
1: Oh, okay, cool. And now, is the like price them. is the pricing uh, about the same? I know they use the wand there. But if you do a little bit of conversion, uh, you know, monetary wise, a thousand won equals one dollar roughly.
0: Yeah, about so
1: so so is the is is stuff any cheaper uh, from Shimano in Korea or is it is it more expensive? You're, about
0: the same. You're gonna, you're gonna cry when I tell you, dude. Oh no! A Corrado DC was a hundred and thirty won. Mm-hmm. What? 131 dude I saw one for 100 I'm not shitting you 131 wait like which is 130 wait, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry my bad 130000 okay, okay. on my bad okay okay still, that's what I thought which is
1: still half that's half price yeah dude if not even if not less I'm going to send I'm I'm you right now dude dude I'm, holy crap I'm, that's I'm still good
0: I'm, I'm still getting used to the monetary system yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. When I get up there, though, dude, I'll uh, I'll double check them. But all they have was Shimano, dude. It's like here, Shimano and Daiwa is everywhere. But when you're in the states, dude, you know how hard it is to even find an SLX sometimes.
1: Oh yes, oh yes. You've got to really, uh, you've got to really have your eyes peeled for that stuff, especially if Telling you're you, if you're not sure what what you're looking for, or if you are expecting to go to like your run of the mill academy or dicks yep. finding shimano and 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 Daiwa is not at least the mid to upper level um quality stuff you're not gonna really yep. find there so nope that's awesome dude i i'm super jealous and i'm definitely gonna be sending you a cash out yeah, here shortly because that absolutely. is freaking awesome so yeah i got um, you dude. So um, you found you found the jackpot of all jackpots on Shimano. It sounds like now. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else did you find out at the bait and
0: tackle store? So sunline is a big deal here. They use a oh, lot of yeah. sunline. The only problem is I couldn't find sniper. Okay, but, did they have uh, something that on. you think was comparable? So all I saw there, and I, like I said, man, I was overwhelmed and I was, you know, looking real fast and I was kind of felt like I was in, kind of felt in a hurry, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, uh, I found, uh, they had a lot of Sunline braid and a oh, lot I of think. the other brands dude they're like, you know, brands I've never heard of cause they're from this part of the world. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, it's going to be a lot of testing too, dude. I feel like I'm starting from square one kind of, cause I'm doing a lot of testing. Same thing as hooks, you know, hooks and weights, dude, they're all. Uh, different brands but it's all tungsten no lead yeah that
1: that makes sense yeah that makes sense
0: but that's cheaper as well the tungsten here is way cheaper than uh in the states as well from what i saw so i think it's probably
1: fair to say that like fishing is probably not nearly as big as it is in the u.s
0: um it, because it's not it's not, it, but it is in that small section. Like they really, yeah, really, yeah. There's really. A,
1: there's a small group, and that group really loves it. But outside yeah. of that group, it's not really a uh, a huge right. thing. Is what it kind of seems like.
0: Right. So, I mean, it was cool. And then, like, I went upstairs. You know what I mean? To like the third or fourth floor, dude. And that's where all the baits were, man. And uh, that's cool. They had the most stuff they had from America was Zoom. Like they had a whole okay. section of Zoom, dude. Zoom and then they had some Berkeley. A little bit of Berkeley and then but this store did not have any Gary Yamamoto, But a couple okay. other stores I went to did. So uh, yeah. for
1: this for this place you said they had a couple Berkeley. Did they have power bait there?
0: They did have power bait. No uh okay. no Max but they had power bait.
1: Well uh, so uh, I don't know if I told you, but I did a small order from uh, a certain uh, bait and tackle, and I found some real juice. It's the Power Bait Max scent. Um, it's the flatworm, but the mm-hmm. color is wild. It's called Gobi Yashi.
0: Gobi Yashi.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm going to send a picture of that. To you and I'll also post it on uh, on our Facebook. It is crazy looking. It's got gold flake. It's got purple flake. It's a green pumpkin back. And almost like a... It's like a creamy white belly. And it's it, it almost looks blue because when the green and the white are, uh, are yeah. connected... It gives kind of a bluish tint. It's a crazy oh, looking uh, color, and I saw it online, and I was like, "I definitely got to try it." So, yep, I'll send a photo to you, and I'll put one on our uh, sweet on our Facebook, and and uh, is it definitely? It, it looks awesome.
0: Is it a new color?
1: I think it is a newer color, um, and I noticed. They only had a limited supply whenever I was looking at it on uh, on Tackle Warehouse.
0: Okay, it probably so, just
1: dropped then, dude. <clears throat> so I ended up picking up, I think, one or two packs of those. And then I ended up getting uh, another pack of the, oh, the smoke Black Purple. Okay. And then I got some of the Generals, the uh, Green Pumpkin. Cause I was thinking about you when I was ordering it, and I was like, man, you, you know, last time I caught a fish, Josh handed me one of these, and I smoked a bass. So,
0: <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. just doing it in in oh, your memory. Generos. There you go. <laughs> Someone's got to do it, dude.
1: <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script just for a second, and I'm gonna tell everybody that I've been a horrible snagged. Uh, co-anchor and i haven't been fishing a single time so thank goodness for josh for picking up my slack uh, on the on the other side of the world but i've it's, just it's been a team effort dog. ridiculous busy so
0: i do no, plan on awesome. getting
1: out there i just work keeps me bogged down right now man
0: It's a team effort so, homie it absolutely
1: is and i mm. just want to give a quick shout out to our listeners. I know my wife Alexis has been listening. I know your wife has been listening to every episode mm-hmm. since day one, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yep. we gotta give we gotta give, you know, the love of out course. there to them. And then gotta give a couple of shout outs to our family and friends who are also supporting us. Definitely and, our uh, moms. Yeah, my mom she <laughs> likes to give me a hard time and uh, and make fun of me. So but before we wrap up the episode, um, did you have anything else you wanted to expand on before you do your uh, live recording?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So, I just wanted to go ahead and hammer – just talk about, kind of hammer out, like, some of the, the different – like, the biggest difference in baits that I saw compared to the U.S. and here, right? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They tend – from what I've seen, a lot of the baits here are – I guess them ribbed are them guild style baits that you see with G crack okay. and stuff like that. And they have a big brand here. It's called Jackal. Okay. Uh, Jackal how do you spell is a that? J A C K A L. I think, I think okay. that's how you spelled it on the package. Yeah. Jackal. Um, and a lot of their baits, man, are these, uh, guild like rib style baits that have a lot of action and movement. And it's, uh, they're really big on finesse fishing here, dude. Like, whenever I was buying my rod, I almost bought a heavy, right? I almost bought a heavy, heavy power rod. And when I was selling him, I was like, he was like, nah, man. He's like, that's too big. Like, what do you mean? He's like, <laughs> here we use light stuff. Yeah. Well, like, that's right really, up your alley then, man. Really finessey, man. Yeah, but even more finessey than I am, dude. Like, I was out there today. I saw a dude out there fishing. And this rod he had, man, it must have been like a six-foot – like ultra light spinning combo wow and he was it was like fishing.
1: it was like a sunfish setup
0: yeah dude and he's bass fishing with it dude and i'm like this is crazy man
1: what you but didn't what see do, is man. he had 15 pound test on there
0: yeah that's yeah probably <laughs> 35 pound ocean line dude <laughs> but it, yeah. yeah man it's like what you didn't like, see you know, is there
1: was a steel leader at the end of it
0: so hmm i'm walking <laughs> around with the damn i'm walking around with the battle axe and they're you know carrying around samurai swords dude like yeah
1: you just didn't know it hmm so so i am looking but, at the uh at the bait you were talking about the jackal is what it looks like it's yeah uh the yeah. brand yeah so it's j-a-c-k-a-l-l and uh okay. i'm looking at uh some of these they look freaking wild man so yeah, dude they look like they have a fluke um, kind of body style. They've got a mm-hmm. bunch of ribs on it, and then it's got a break of like right before the end of the tail to give that tail a bunch of action. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's one of the style. That's one of the baits they have. <laughs> but I mean, they they make all kinds of baits. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I
1: guarantee they do. I just I just found whatever yeah. uh, whatever came up first.
0: Yeah. I think that's that, the newest uh, that and biggest selling. like their newest product. I think right there. And then, of course, you know, the hard, the hard uh, glide baits, dude, like really big yeah, on the like glide bait culture out here as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very with the cool. replaceable fins and stuff. And it's, you know, it's, it's neat seeing those, you know, I might even pick up a few just to have them. You know what I mean? Just because they look cool. Like a yeah. collect, collector thing, you know what I mean? Like a souvenir because yeah. the craftsmanship that goes into some of those is pretty, uh, pretty on point. I guess so. Do t- they have they
1: have a bunch of hand? Are they hand painted
0: glide baits? I, I think some of them are. Yeah, and you know that's of course you got some awesome. factory ones. Like I know Mega Bass is big out here too. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Very man. Cool. Very different. Uh, like I said, it's, it's, that's probably one of the cool parts about it too, man. It's trying to like learn. You know, it's like I'm relearning how to fish again. You know what I mean? But with <laughs> some knowledge, you know what I mean? And getting to try yeah. new things, things that I don't ever try. But, uh, and then, I guess as far as rigs, man, to kind of close out uh, the first, uh, the first experiences I've had in Korea with bass fishing, the rig, the most famous rig out here is the free rig. What is the free rig? The free rig is where you take a drop shot style weight, right? Mm-hmm. You put the weight on your line first so that it freely moves. You know, you put okay. the line through the through the uh, the eye of the weight. Yeah. Yeah. And then you tie your hook on.
1: And then and the weight does, just
0: moves freely. Right. Okay. And what it does is it's supposed to allow you to what you, you cast it out there, right? Mm-hmm. And your weight falls first and your bait kind of drags behind the weight. So it's almost okay. like a cross how I kind of understand it. It's like a cross between a Carolina and a Texas rig yeah. and, a, and a drop shot at the same time. It's like all three of those put into one style of fishing.
1: That's a, uh, that's a wild little setup and I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. be trying it out myself. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely look forward to kind of giving that a test run out here because it's starting to finally warm up. So that mm-hmm. means, uh, that means the fish are going to be a lot more active and, that uh yep. that means good that means much better fishing so oh yeah
0: and uh-huh. then of course we talked about the inu rig i think on the last episode right i don't know if, if we talked about it
1: or if it was just you and i speaking about it because uh, i was reading about it from that Bassmaster magazine right
0: well i asked him about the inu rig you know that's another yeah. rig that was developed here in korea along with the mm-hmm. pre-rig yeah and when i asked him about the inu rig it kind of chuckled at me i guess it's not (laughs) i guess i guess guess it's not as good as
1: as it was uh yeah maybe uh, put out as good so it
0: says too much it it may seem like it's it's too much work for you know what it gets it's it's, the juice is not worth the squeeze i guess you know what i mean
1: yeah i can see that for sure i mean I can, I can see that for sure. It, to me, it, it has a very similar kind of, um, like, the amount of work you have to put into a Tokyo rig sometimes. I just feel like if you're having to put on two bullet sinkers, bend something, yeah. you're like, at, at this point, you pretty much are in, you know, high school at shop right now, and you might as well mm-hmm. have a blowtorch in your hand, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see, like, if you're bored around the house, you know, building a <laughs> couple. It's defi- it definitely
1: doesn't seem like something you would do while you're out there. Uh, definitely not tournament fishing in my opinion. Um, unless yeah. you've just got six rod and reels set up for that specific thing.
0: Right. <clears throat> but yeah, dude, so far, you know, and it's only been, you know, a couple weeks and this is the first weekend I've had to fish. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to go out tomorrow to this lake and check it out. Um, Trying the food out here. The food's been pretty good so far. You know what I mean. And it, it it does take you a little bit of time to kind of
1: find some of those good spots out there. But I guarantee yeah. you're you're probably zeroed in on them by now because you yeah. find what you like and you find what you're not really too keen on. And then mm-hmm. uh, from there, you know, and sometimes your your palate's going to change while while you're out there. So yeah, try yeah. and make sure that you uh, that you check out some fish while you're out there too. If uh, oh, yeah. you see something on the menu that seems like it might be a little wild that may be you know something uh something that you like so who knows man
0: yep and that's and it's good segue because now we're going into a little uh a little special uh a little special part of this podcast that we've never done <laughs> before man but I got <laughs> and I'm kind of scared this thing's been sitting in my fridge the only thing in my fridge by the way, for about three or four days now. And All right. uh, so what do you got there? What are you what are you looking at? It's called a mm. right. And what it is, it's milk soda. Okay. And I am okay. going so. to and I'm going to brave it right here on the podcast, dude. I even got I got the camera going, man, and uh I've been looking at this thing and it's been staring me down for a week now and I'm pretty pretty scared but you know I'm gonna go for it.
1: You can do it.
0: I uh I have All right. faith in you. Alright, here it goes. Popping it open, dude. You hear that? Mmm. Milky delicious. From, from the start it's it's white. It looks like mm. medicine. Not much like of a Like <laughs> amoxicillin? Yeah, not much of a scent. It smells like carbonated water. Okay. Um, so here we go, dude. Over the lip bottom of the gums bottom. watch up. <laughs> Bottoms up, baby. Alright. Yeah, I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I mean I could I could hear it as you were chugging and I'm like, all I can think about is fermented
0: milk just all sudsy and So it's not like I can't drink it, right? It's not awful. Is it sweet? It's it's sweet.
1: Yeah. I can't taste like milk
0: sweet. You know, when you think milk soda, dude, I'm thinking like, you know, milk with carbonated water in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not that. I don't, I mean, it's not the worst thing I've ever eaten or drink. Uh, yeah, man, I don't think it's my thing. Um.
1: Well, I mean, well, I'm very, I think everyone here is proud of you. So uh, congratulations on getting take, outside of your I'll, comfort zone.
0: I'll take another sip. It must not be that bad. It really isn't. There you it's go. Not. There you are. Well, snagged. that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, there you are. Well,
1: I, I was, I mean, that was kind of anticlimactic. I expected you to, like, yeah, maybe dude. cough a little to, like, or something. Projectile
0: but... vomit all over this place. Right? <laughs> well, if, uh, if.
1: Oh. Oh. My gosh, well, if uh, if that is it, I uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you again to all the listeners. Thank you, Josh, for uh, entertaining us with uh, you, with some great stories because um, we needed that.
0: Uh, yeah, we're been kind a, of running out of a uh, running out of a uh, content there for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it, good way I, to I get us say, back into
0: it. Yeah, you
1: know, we're we're just taking it in stride, so. Yep. I think uh, I think we're going to do our next one in about two weeks so that we can kind of get ourselves back on track. And yep. I think the next episode, I want to uh, kind of go a little bit deeper into some of your fishing excursions that you'll have over the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, and then what's been working, what's not been working, and uh, we'll just kind of go from there.
0: For sure. And we got the spawn coming up. So that's another thing we can kind of talk about.
1: Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. And I'm going to get out there. I'm going to catch a big mouth bass and, big uh, mouth. And, I'll, and I'll make sure that I have plenty of photos to back me up. And if I don't nice. catch a fish, I will Photoshop them. We <clears throat> <be. laughs> Alrighty. Well, I, uh, I hope everybody has a good rest of their day, good rest of their week, good rest of their month, and we will talk to you later.